Hey, this is Thelma Snipe again. We're from Brokenness to Holiness. Our mission is from Brokenness to Holiness, a faith-based outreach, transformation, a radical root ministry. Serving pain at the root, especially sexual and domestic violence, suicidal, false grief, um, you name it, trauma, you name it. We take care of it. Right now we're talking about uh, sexual violence, and we're talking about children. Children, so many children violated, so many children uh, ending up in sex trafficking and human trafficking. Um, I just believe that someone is dropping the ball somewhere. This I believe. That this is too many children. Well, I've never heard anything like this before in our lives. And the first thing we'll do is turn to the Bible and say, well, the Bible said in the last days, how do you know it's the last days? So in the last days, perilous time shall come. The Bible also has instruction for mother and father concerning the children, concerning the home. So if we're going to just read about what's comfortable to us, then we need to take the time to study and read about other things, okay? Children. Children and sexual violence. Every day, parents get up to take children to the daycare. Yes. Yes. They take the children to the daycare and they leave the children. They believe their children is in good hands. And I have been in communication with some some of those that serves at the daycare. And they share with how they have to watch the children to keep them from violating other children. Which means that some grown-up has already gotten to the children before they come to the daycare. Because this is one thing about children. They learn what they live. You can teach them everything you know to teach them. Children are going to learn what they live. Bottom line, you put it before them, they're going to learn it. Sometimes parents have different ones living at their home. Nephews, brothers, cousins. And they have nowhere to sleep, so they just get go get in the bed with little Bobby. Sometimes they catch the children at the daycare during nap time. They really have to keep their eyes open. Sometimes they have two or three, and they're just watching, watching two children. They'll catch one boy where he has crawled off of his cot and got on the cot with the other one under the cover. And what you think? What's going on? And ask him what he was doing. He claimed he didn't know. He's, and let me tell you this, mamas, daddies. If that child has been touched by another child, in pro, uh, you know, they've been touched, that's it. It may not manifest itself until a few years later. And you'll watch your child start switching. He used to didn't switch when he was three years old. Now he's four, uh, six or seven years old. Now he's switching. Any touch inappropriate, 
is going to affect the other child. One uh, time, this daycare I used to work at a long time ago, there were two boys. It was like four years old, almost four. And everywhere one went, the other one went. And one of them that liked the other one, the other one thought he was just a friend, but no, he was serious. He says, I'm going to marry him when I grow up. And this one that was going to marry the other one, the only color he liked was pink. He didn't like anything else. If the other boy, I guess that was supposed to be the straight guy, if he went to the restroom, the other one tried to get up and go in the door with him. You might say, that uh, boys does that. No, they don't. No, they don't. They're not supposed to do it. Even if you have children at home, brothers, let them go to the restroom separately. We're dealing with an epidemic. First of all, let me wake you up. We're dealing with an epidemic. And it's just about in every home or family over halfway across this world. It's like drugs. It's about in every family. And the woman, the mother, is the one that knows it. The mother covers. Females cover. So when they cover, they have hiding that thing. And it's just still going. It has not stopped. So the little boy said he wanted to marry that other boy when he grew up. Come to find out, and the one that was trying to do the touching and whatever else he wanted to do, there was a nasty uncle that lived in the home with them, that slept in the bed with them. It was more than him. This child had a brother. And uncle was wearing those children out. He was wearing those two boys out. And by now, and that's been about 15 years ago, not by now. They are turned completely out in being gay. That's what it that's what it leads to. That's always because sexual violence in the in the um spiritual world leaves a spirit of confusion. That's confused. A spirit of confusion behind. Okay. This is serious business. Train your children. Train your children where a boy is supposed to not touch another boy on his private part, not on his rectum. Nowhere about his rectum. Not on his chest, not where his breast is, not nothing. Boys don't supposed to kiss boys. Let him shake hands. I start to say in the mouth, no, let him shake the hands. See, this thing wasn't rapid like it is now. Everywhere has to be watched. Uh, I worked with some people one time of another race, and they had that child in the daycare. But this daycare was equipped with cameras and so forth. So these parents took had a device with them while they was at work, and they could look at any time all over that daycare. They could look at any time. They could look at that child they could see who was going in the area. They could see who was coming out the area. They could see what. That is the best thing for anyone 
to do is get a device and take the children to a daycare where they have these services like this. Okay? This is serious business. And this didn't just happen yesterday, a day before yesterday, or 20 years ago. They're just not talking about it enough. They need to talk about it some more. This is this 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 is like I say an epidemic. It is your responsibility, parents, to train your children. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Train your children. You can't train them enough. Don't just meet with them one time around the table and talk about it. The same session. Have it again next week and next week. Forever. Forever. Because see, your children would, tra- would uh, share it with someone else. So someone else may be able to help someone else. That's the way it's going. But we help hiding this stuff. Because back in the days when it used to happen, people didn't say anything about it. You that are still sick from sexual violence, and I know you are. You might have had counseling, but you still have some problems. You can go to church if you want to and jump up tall enough to touch the ceilings. That does not make you whole. It takes a gift from God to make you whole that he will place on the inside of those who he has called and trained in this sexual violence. We do have a responsibility. We, we're responsible for our neighbor's children. We'll be, we're responsible for the children at school. This is, again, an epidemic. It's everywhere. The only thing I can give you to do is to train and teach and pray. Train and teach and pray. Train and teach and pray. You got to train them and teach them and pray. Train and teach and pray. Show them how to protect themselves. Show them how to fight for themselves. Show them the parts of their body that they just don't see in the mirror. When they look in the mirror, they can see their eyes, but they can't see their penis. So, and the girls can't see hers. So, the best thing for parents to do is to train them. I want to say this to the offender. If you have a problem and you know that you have a problem, there are counselors that will help you. The counselors are, are it's, it's completely the secret. It's confidential. They're not going to share your business. They're not going to tell you that anyone has been there. You are not to want to touch a child inappropriately. Where did that come from? Do you remember when somebody was touching you? Is that where that came from? You should not want to do that. That is not what you was made for. If you don't have a spouse, pray and ask the Lord to bless you with a spouse. So then maybe that will help you some. But what you're doing is wrong. And you're bleeding on somebody and you're messing somebody up for the rest of their days. I know what I'm talking about because one of my clients was 95 years old when she came to from brokenness to wholeness. And we served her here at For Brokenness to Wholeness. God make a ho- made a whole. Then she went on in happiness and passed away two years later at 97 years old. The same is for you at From Brokenness to Wholeness. 
would love to hear from you. That was my H snipe. Mm-hmm. That's my Facebook. Leave me a message. Leave me a message on my phone. Leave me some information. Share this podcast with someone else. I promise you, someone needed. Thank you.